0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast, current events, local, world news and training. I am your host, Brett from London, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the show. This is Saturday morning, the 8th of May at 8.07 a.m. Thank you for joining me. gentlemen. I hope so far everybody um, has had a, uh, a good week, despite everything that is going on here across Canada and every province and territory. But I want to start out with um, getting some special thank yous out there to all of our uh, frontline workers, our uh, essential workers, Including, you know, our our fire departments, our police departments, our doctors, our nurses, paramedics. I thank you for everything that you do day in and day out. I guess coming up, uh, well, we're only looking at about another 12 days uh, before the uh, official weekend that kicks off our summer events, also known as the 2-4 weekend here across Canada. Now, it doesn't look like At this point in time that that's going to happen. We're still seeing cases roughly around 3,400 a day. Here across Ontario. And still the most cases. are Coming out of Toronto, Brampton. Mississauga, York regions. And Alberta leads Canada and the United States in per capita COVID 19 cases. Now, as I look around here across Canada and read the news or watch the news or whatever the case may be you know, with some acts of my fellow Canadians, holding these large gatherings, these parties, disregarding the rules, it's really disappointing. I'm disappointed in my fellow Canadians. Majority of us out here are making the sacrifices. For those who just blatantly disregard the rules, it is really shameful. The Manitoba uh, government has announced further restrictions as COVID 19 numbers continue to surge near record levels on Friday. now starting tomorrow in manitoba and it's going to run until may the 30th to put a cap on outdoor gatherings that will drop from five that'll drop to five people from ten restaurants bars and patios must close to in-person dining but can still provide takeout and delivery services Gyms, museums, art galleries and libraries will have to close and indoor religious services will be be prohibited. Barbers, hair salons will also have to shut their doors. Organized team sports will not be permitted. Dance theaters and music schools will be closed. The maximum capacity of retail stores will drop 10% 10% from 25%. This is about where but we're Ontario is sitting right now with the uh, retail stores. Now, it doesn't say anything here about activities that are good for our mental health doesn't say they're shutting down any golf courses, any tennis courts. Not like here in Ontario, where it's the only province and it's the only province across Canada that is disallowing it. The only place in North America where you can't play golf. Now, there's been A few golfers here that even went on city owned courses that are closed. And a golf course that stayed open for a period of time has closed its doors finally. We have people you know who work on our front lines men and women in blue who are doing a fine job out there but for some of them they think fe- they seem to have a difficult time enforcing the rules They're going to be taking this to court. Now, as I said to people before, and I'll say it again, if you don't like the rules, too bad. You want to fight it in court, go right ahead. You want to fight the Constitution in court, go right ahead. But here across Canada and every single province and every territory has the Emergency Measures Act. And that, that these rules that are imposed upon us under these emergency acts, the government and every government and every province has the responsibility to protect its citizens. From natural disasters, diseases, whatever the case may be, if they need to enact the Emergency Measures Act, they can do so under law. Toronto being one of the hotspots. There's something, you know, from. The end of April to right up to the 6th of May. So far, there's been something like 297 charges laid. People having house parties. One in particular, there was 14 people in a household having a party. Each and every one of them was fined a total fine of $880. Now, I read an article a little while ago, and a lawyer um, pointed out that these fines are binding, it is a provincial offense to go against these orders. And what that could result in is that you'll have to pay your fines. If you're a driver, if you're a car driver and you need to renew your sticker on your plates, that fine will have to be paid. Now, you can take it to court And you can argue the facts, or you can you can ask for a reduction, have it reduced. Maybe possibly the courts will do that for you. But the fine sticks. We take a look around you, here across Canada, here in Ontario of all the people that are in the hospitals, in the ICUs. It's not good. And why do you think people came, why do you think nurses and doctors came from other areas of Canada into the province of Ontario to help with this? They didn't come here for the good of their health. and still I hear out there, oh they can't do this, oh this is, this isn't real, this is all bogus. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Here in Ontario, did we open up too quickly? Yes, we probably did. Loosen the restrictions too fast? Yes, we probably did. This is why we're seeing over 3,400 cases uh, on a daily basis. Yes, we're getting a lot of needles in the arms. Yes, the cases have come down because the cases at one point were almost 4,900 a day. But these numbers have to come down a lot more. Will the Premier come out this week and extend these emergency measures? I don't know. Doctors around the country, around and around the province are saying we cannot lift these restrictions too early. If you don't want to see a fourth wave, then we have to remain steadfast. Manitoba Alberta as well has imposed new restrictions even out into into Nova Scotia where they've done extremely well but their case numbers are on an increase and they do not want it to get out of control as it is here in Ontario and the travel restrictions they have in and out of that province as well. Now, I think we had uh, a good number turnout for people getting vaccinated. Um, I think we had a record high of, like, 440,000 people, you know, so far being vaccinated. And soon, and hopefully soon, you know, kids age 12 and up will be able to get vaccinated. Which would be nice to say. Now here in Ontario, here in the city of London, this is really unfortunate, this is really sad. An 18 year old had succumbed to COVID-19 on the same day that he was admitted to hospital, 18 years old. We've had a 13 year old here in Ontario, we've had a 19 year old here in Ontario succumb to COVID-19. Now for the vast majority of us here across Canada and Ontario, who's making all these sacrifices every single day. And I'm sure they're frustrated just just as much as I am. It's upsetting, it angers me when I see these these people violating these protocols, these rules, this law. Kind of mind, mind boggles me too when you have people um, in authority, you know, Um, taking a class action lawsuit to court over these emergency measures. But fighting it under the Constitution of Canada, Canada, yes, we do have uh, fundamental rights as Canadians. And like I said, Every single province, city, town, and village must have an emergency measures act. Even the federal government has the emergency act, also known as the war act. If a situation arises, whether it's a natural disaster, a disease, these measures can be put in place these restrictions can be put upon you. Every government at every level, they have to, they have the responsibility to protect its citizens. I'm just tired of the nonsense out here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sick and tired of it. now if it wasn't for the general public and the good samaritans out there it's the public that is reporting these events your neighbor And the Toronto Police Services are thanking these Good Samaritans for notifying them of these parties. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. I'm talking about here this morning, um, so far, um, Alberta, Canada, Canada, Leads all of Canada and the United States in per capita COVID-19 cases. And I'll tell you, you know, yes, absolutely. You know, with Pakistan and India, how horrible that situation is. And it angers me that people just don't get it. People breaking the rules, saying this is against their their fundamental freedoms and rights. Disregarding the rules. You know, from May 30th, I'm sorry, from April 30th to about May 6th, the city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, they have laid over two hundred and ninety-seven charges for people breaking the rules, holding parties. We're not as bad as as you are in India and Pakistan, nowhere's near close. 3400 cases on a daily basis is a lot not comparable to over 340,000 cases or even higher on a per day. In India and Pakistan. That is just horrific. And everything else too. that's you know here in Ontario, United States, all across Europe. You know, people don't obey the rules. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I get it, it's frustrating. You know, it's something that in our lifetimes that we have never experienced, and we are experiencing it now, we're experiencing it well over a year. Numbers are coming down and numbers are going up. Other countries are faring better than others. Vaccinations are going into the arms. But here we are, you know, here in Ontario, Canada, you know, we are in, you know, basically a lockdown. The third time that we've had these stay at home orders and the in and that the emergency uh, orders have been enacted once again. People are stressed. People are financially struggling. Yeah, you know, at that happened, you know, um, on, on the first onset of the, of this pandemic um, where people um, were panic buying and, um, you know, it wasn't necessary to do that. And it's unfortunately that, it, it, that um, in places like India and Pakistan, I mean, look at your population, your population is huge. In those two places. And it's frightening and that's why people do it. You know, I don't think they're, 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 they're really doing it on purpose is that they're really scared. And that happened here in across North America, Europe, you know, on the onset of this pandemic. But over time we realized that, hey, you know what? We don't have to do that. We don't have to um, go out and panic shop, you know. But with the case numbers like that, it's just absolutely just crazy. Um, no, I don't think so. No, this that's that's not the case at all. China has spread this as a biological weapon. No, that's not the case whatsoever. You know, this is a virus that um, got into, went from animal to human and has spread, obviously, worldwide. We can say, you know, we can blame the Chinese government for trying to hide it but do not blame the Chinese people. This is not their fault. This is really unfortunate this has happened. This is really unfortunate how the Chinese government handled it. um if you're not look i mean if you're not social distancing and you're not mask wearing you know the um micros micro biological you know our our um our breath you know microscopic you know it, it you know if we're not if we're If, you know, if we're going to be hugging and kissing and all these things and we're not going to be social distancing and wearing masks, that's how people are getting infected. And then it's, you know, then it spreads throughout the community, then it spreads into our workplaces. Spreads into our nursing homes, retirement homes, everywhere. This is why they say don't gather in large groups. You know what you just, you know, just try to be, you know, be safe and and wear your mask and stay away from people. Go out only for what you need to go out for. You know, if the, if the vaccine is available f- uh, for you, get vaccinated. But even after you take your first shot, you still have to take all the precautions. Because I guess they were saying like it takes, it, it takes a couple of weeks for the vaccine to start working. So you still have to be safe. We just, had a, we just had an 18-year-old um, succumb to COVID-19 here in the city of London, Ontario. We have more young people in the hospitals now than ever before. It's not, it's not just the elderly people as it was when it first all started, because you know, more of them succumbed to COVID-19. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's 30 and under who are being hospitalized. And it's the 30 and under, in, in my opinion, And not all of them, I can't say all of them because that that wouldn't be true, but for some of them, just don't seem to get it. Back a couple months ago, here in the city of London at the university, we had a large outbreak of COVID-19 at the university. Off campus partying and not following the rules in residence on campus and 132 students came down with COVID-19. Yeah, this damn coronavirus, absolutely right. Here in Ontario and all across Canada with these emergency measures, um, with the, uh, with the fines handed out, you know, just in a matter of, just in a matter of a week, almost 300 fines handed out to individuals for breaking the rules. I know people out there saying, oh, this is, this is against my rights. This is against my rights and freedoms. Not when they're, is a virus that is a danger to your health and well-being in your life emergency measures can be imposed if there's a natural disaster to protect the citizens It has nothing to do with your freedoms and liberties. It's really disappointing. To see people breaking the rules. You know, but doctors and and top disease infection doctors You know, saying that it's safer to be outdoors, it's not bulletproof, but it's safer to be outdoors doing safe activities, still maintaining the the six feet rule to, you know, I mean, people can still get out there. And they can still go for walks, they can go for a bike ride, you know, get some physical activity like that. Here in Ontario, it's the only place in North America where you cannot play golf. One of the safest activities that you can do. And in the year in in, in this one year. There's, you know, there's been over 20 million rounds of golf played. And not one single case of COVID-19 come out of it. All the safety protocols put in place. Well, right now here 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 in Canada there are restrictions um, for provincial travel um between Manitoba and Quebec because Ontario sits in in between the two of them there are restri- are restrictions for provincial travel um for driving across the provincial lines. They don't want people just to go to other regions. And especially here in Ontario. So we do have restrictions on travel. But not on air travel. Anybody flying across Canada there's no restrictions. On flying. There are restrictions coming into Canada. And right now, unfortunately, all international flights coming from India and Pakistan. Is banned. Anybody, you know, Canadians, you know, who travel abroad, who are coming back into Canada, has that mandatory um, three-day self-isolation in a mandated uh, federally appointed hotel. You must be tested when you arrive and you must and then you must self-isolate in a hotel for three days. Now, some people aren't doing that when they're coming back into Canada. and they're being fined. And those fines can be anywheres from two to three thousand dollars per day. So, restriction yeah there are travel restrictions even even on the east coast of canada newfoundland and labrador they put they put land travel restrictions back on again now Today is what the eighth of uh, the eighth of May. So 12 days from now, what we call here is it's a it's our. uh, It's a holiday weekend. It's Queen Victoria, it's the Queen Victoria weekend, also known as the two four weekend. It's the you know, it's the first official weekend to kick off all our summer events. And under these restrictions and these lockdown stay at home orders. That doesn't appear to be happening, so people will not be able to go and open their cottage. Now that announcement has not come yet. But it's probably coming sometime this week from our premier of Ontario. He can extend these emergency measures if necessary. So everybody, you know, you know, we're sitting on pins and needles and, and you know, whether we're going to be able to go to the cottage, whether we're going to go to the provincial parks. You know, right now, That's not going to happen. Yes, the trucking companies are allowed to work because we are essential. And not only, uh, you know, not only are we essential, we're necessary. You know, that's why, you know. Freight has to keep moving. Goods have to be keep moving, you know. Here between Canada and the United States, truckers are, are, are uh, allowed to cross the borders back and forth. Essential workers are allowed to cross across the borders back and forth between Canada and the United States. So yes, trucking companies, you know, freight has to keep moving. If that were to stop, we'd be in a whole lot of trouble. If trucks stopped in three days, the grocery stores would be empty. Your gasoline in the ground would be gone in about four days. So trucks have to keep moving. We have to have the essentials. We have to have the necessity of life. But we don't want to keep spreading this virus. And that's why it's so important to get vaccinated if it's your turn to get vaccinated. Now, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, because these emergency orders, these stay-at-home orders and these lockdowns here across Canada, here in the province of Ontario, the end date is the 20th of May. But that can be extended. And I'm thinking that is going to be extended. See, last year we were, we were in a lot better place. You know, um, we are able to go to the cottage and into and the beaches and, and all this, but this time around, you know, with the case numbers where they are, it's probably not going to happen. And I think people are coming to realize that it's a real possibility that we're gonna have these shutdowns, stay-at-home orders, and lockdowns extended. They could extend it right to the end of May, because this, this lockdown and stay-at-home orders has already been extended once already. It was these 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 lockdown orders were were you know, were to come off this weekend. But a couple of weeks back, the Ontario government extended it to the end to the twentieth of May. So we went from a four a four week lockdown to a six week lockdown. The emergency emergency, you know, emergency stay home orders. All of our gyms, all of our restaurants, all of our bars, all of our movie theaters, you know, um, are closed, you know, except for curbside pickup. Well, it's been over. Every 100 years brings an unknown disease. We are doomed to perish. No, I don't think we're doomed to perish, but... um, um, Well, we know what happened in in 1918 with the Spanish flu. You know, and then a hundred and... A hundred and a couple of years later, here we are again, you know, with a different virus. you know, but this time, you know we have vaccines that can help. whereas they didn't have that back in 1918. The Spanish flu had to run its course. Vaccines didn't start coming out until 1940. We made we've made a lot of uh, headway in vaccinating human beings, you know. And then the you know the flu, obviously, is part of a coronavirus family. That's something that we have to live with. Flu season comes around every single year. Top doctors and in, in, uh, disease and infection doctors are are uh, saying that this is something that we may just have to live with. It's Something that we may have to get vaccinated once a year for. but we have vaccines. And we got the vaccines a whole lot sooner than that we thought we're going to get them. Because on the onset of this pandemic, scientists are saying they, they wouldn't be able to come up with it within a year. And here they did just that. You know the world is changing the, the world is evolving diseases are evolving but our scientists and our top doctors and everything like that are, are are trying you know to get ahead of it try to stay one step ahead But these vaccines, you know, they they have they haven't even been out a year yet. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time to vaccinate the population. I mean, what do we have here? What what do we have on this planet about seven seven and a half seven and a half billion? people. It's not like we're going to get people vaccinated overnight. It's going to take time. From the logistics, you know, from from the making of the vaccine. Getting it shipped the logistics to move it around the world. It's on an epic scale. This is probably the the largest vaccination campaign in our history. And we owe, and we owe a lot of thanks to these pharmaceuticals for being able to come up with something that's going to help. Maybe, just maybe, eventually we could uh, eradicate this. But who knows? I don't know, they don't know. They think this may be something that we're just gonna have to live with. The more people get vaccinated, the more herd immunity we get. and sooner or later we can get on with our lives. I'd rather it be sooner than later but this is the situation that the world is in. But it's disappointing. It, it you know, it's so disappointing when you see people just blatantly, you know, breaking the rules. You know, when the majority of us are trying. To do the right things and are doing the right things. Those who break the rules, the disease spreads. For those of us who are doing uh, the right things out there, we're, you know, we're frustrated, we're upset. You know, we're upset, we're upset with our governments. Mental health is so important. Being able to do things that are safe. Physical activities that help our mental health. One of the safest activities that, that we can do and have been doing until recently was to be able to go out and play a round of golf. People were able to have small outdoor fitness classes. none of those played a factor in the spread of the disease of this virus. But yet we can't have those outdoor safe activities. Top doctors here across Canada, here in Ontario, you know, are saying otherwise. It's not 100%, but it's not playing any factor into the spread of the disease. Kids can go to the playground and play, but they can't go to a skateboard park. They can go play in all the climbers and all the swings. Kids can't use the basketball courts. You don't want people gathering around, obviously. You don't want, you know, 10 people, 15 people, whatever, playing basketball. Of course, they don't. part it was a safe outdoor activity the virus spreading throughout our workplaces that has to come from somewhere has to come from the outside of the workplace people you know, It could be bad luck being at the wrong place at the wrong time and you get infected. It's from partying, having large gatherings, not social distancing, not mask wearing. It spreads throughout the workplaces because people who work in a low wage job you know whether they feel sick or not, they go to work because they have to make a paycheck. Yes, our government has has helped helped has helped uh, um, Canadians um, with a check. Um, they started out with the emergency uh, recovery benefit. On the onset of the uh, of the pandemic, um, continued with other benefits uh, in money um, for for Canadians who are out of work. Our our government here in Ontario just um, implemented um, uh, paid sick days, which we fought fought forever for this, you know. And one of the part of the problems is that if if you're not gonna have a sick pay benefit, then people are gonna go to work sick. And they're gonna spread it throughout the workplace. And this is what's been happening. But it's only a three day pay pay sick days. And that's not enough. Three days is not enough. But there are federal funds that people can apply for. Here here in Canada, the the Canadian government. um, Has really stepped up in that aspect of, of financially helping you know, Canadians who who have to stay home because they're sick, or they have to stay home to care for somebody who is sick, or they have to stay home because they're unemployed because the business is shut down or the business is permanently permanently closed. You know, in the past year, we've had over ten thousand restaurants go out of business permanently because of this pandemic. Those businesses, those restaurants, won't be returning, and we're going to probably see more as these lockdowns continue. You know, in the month of April, we lost we lost two hundred seven thousand jobs. Two hundred seven thousand jobs we have lost in the month of April. Because of this pandemic, of these shutdowns, lockdowns, how many of those people will be returning back to work when, when, when they can go back to work, who knows how many, the small business owners, how long are they going to be able to hold on? Yes, the government has, has a program that they can access as well. But so many people out there are struggling to pay the rent, struggling to put food on the table, struggling to keep the lights on, mental health, It's affecting every single one of us in one way or another. COVID fatigue and the frustration mounting. Wondering and worrying about, you know, when this is going to be over. When are we gonna be able to get back to some sort of normalcy? Yeah, pharma companies are earning indeed. You know, governments have to pay for these vaccines. Here in Canada, I mean, um, you know, I mean, We get vaccinated, you know, doesn't cost the citizens anything. Well, it does cost the citizens because our tax dollars pay for this. You know, the government just doesn't have money. You know, magically, we pay taxes. And yes, the government has to purchase these, these, these vaccines. You know, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I, I you know, I really don't know, you know how much more you know, can be done. You know, here across Canada, you know, we've we've had our ups and downs with the vaccines. We've had we you know um, shortages of vaccines. But that's all getting better. That's all ramping up. You know, here in, here in Canada, we're the only country in the entire world that has extended the second shot of the Pfizer or the Moderna to four months after your initial first shot to get as many needles in the arms as we possibly can the only country in the entire world that is doing this but what i don't like to see yeah and you know and you know canada united states um, other countries around the world that are that are trying that are trying to help um, India and Pakistan um, to send uh, oxygen and send whatever uh, PPE supplies, you know, everything that you know um, to help um, Canada, United States, Europe, those like that. Um, you know, we're always always happy to to lend a hand in a time of crisis. you know because you know I'm pretty sure that if if the shoe was on the other foot, you know Pakistan and and, and that would you know uh, would help you know other countries if they needed help. We're all in this together ladies and gentlemen, all of us. And we're going to try to help every which way we can. So all we can do is is do our part. For those out there, We just blatantly disregard the rules. You need to get in line like everybody else. The rules apply to everybody. There's no exception to the rules. And the sooner they get that and the sooner they understand that, maybe the sooner we can get out of this. Our men and women in the, in the healthcare, the police, the fire departments, the paramedics, our doctors and our nurses. They're on the front lines. Our doctors and nurses in the hospitals in the ICUs are staring COVID in the face. Imagine what they are going through, the stresses that they have. Ontario became overwhelmed, and we have doctors and nurses coming from other regions. We have our military, specialized individuals in our military here in Ontario to help in the hospitals and the ICUs. And they deserve a lot of credit and thank yous and appreciation for the job that they do. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this morning here on uh, May the 8th, and I will be back out tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and tomorrow, May the 9th, is a special day, and that's Mother's Day, and we'll have a little discussion about Mother's Day because mothers, mothers are the best. They are the bestest of the best. So thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining me this morning, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, do the best you can out there, be safe. This is the Trucker's Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you. Stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Join me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And enjoy your weekend.